everyone. I'm Liz Hunt. And I'm Chelsea Poppins. And this is the Agency Rocket Show, where we talk about the chaos of running a creative business. So today, we are going to talk about... I would say maybe something that's a little bit along the lines of the softer side of Sears is how I would maybe call it. We're going to talk a little bit about some emotional things, some feely feelings of things. Loses all men at that. They're like, like, no, no, not going to listen to this one. Right? Well, that's okay. To that end, we are going to talk about the things that support us through the bad days, the things and people, I would say. So with that, Chelsea, give me one thing on your list that you would say carries you through on, let's say, a bad day, your go-tos. It could Um, be anything from a good, well, these are mine, a good hot bath to a glass of wine. Too. Always. Those are staples <laughs> in our yeah. household. You and I yeah. know. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'll, I'll maybe I'll start deep, then get superficial. So uh, like, okay. I guess let's dive on in. Yeah. Dive <laughs> uh, on in. I guess for me, my experience of doing things, whether that's from basketball perspective and being alone mm. overseas, or from any ACL surgeries or different things, the things that kind of get me through are one of my faith, and also just like my my dad was always kind of like that person that's like, don't feel sorry for yourself because nobody else does. Wow. Yeah. I mean, tough love kind of. Yeah, that's hardcore. Even from dumb high school breakups where you're just like, I'm so sad that someone broke up with me and I'm really depressed. Yeah. Like I remember my dad just listening to me and he'd be like, you need to stop feeling sorry for yourself because nobody else does. (laughs) And I mean, but he was like, it's true. Yeah. Like my dad's always kind of the person that's just like hard truths because it's very easy to, to tell people what they want to hear in that time. But it's not, not as easy to just tell them the straight up facts of things. Like I was not good for you and you're much better off. Wow. That's kind of the same thing with like ACL. I'm like, I'm not the first person to tear my ACL. I won't be the last person to tear my ACL and life still goes on no matter what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. I think you either get that fighter mentality or that victim mentality and you choose to just make it to the next day. Take another breath, do whatever you have to in that current day, take a bath, have have a glass of wine, talk to the right people, pray, whatever, Mm -hmm. but get to the next day, the next step, the next breath. That's Mm -hmm. the only thing you can do on tough days like that. And Mm -hmm. I think the people that the people that you value and the people that you're around with, just like you and me, we value each other because we're truthful with each other. We're honest with each other. Yeah. Um, and those are kind of the support system. Drew is to you. Ryan is to me. Ryan's kind of that tough love kind of person too. Yeah. It's just like, like step up. Yeah. <laughs> Suck it up. Yeah. Get to the next day. It'll be better. Yeah. Real quick plot twist. I also blew out my ACL and meniscus. When I was in high school playing basketball. (laughs) (laughs) She's lying. I'm not lying. I have the scars to prove it. I had two surgeries. Oh my goodness. Okay. But I wasn't overseas alone with no family or friends. And, but also that 
think about your dad. That's, that's really interesting. It growing up, it was, it was kind of more my mom that was the tough love person in our family. And I can see that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My mom nowadays, she and I are best friends and she is an incredible person. But she's also the one who gets people to pay our agency. So she's collections and accounts payable, payables or receivable. Sorry, she's receivables for our agency. And I would be lying if I said that she's not freaking great at it. So so Chelsea knows Christy pretty well. Yeah, we get along from that very direct. (laughs) Need to get paid mentality. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Also, Chelsea, did you get enough hugs as a child? I feel, I feel like, jeez. You know, Ryan and I like dig into this stuff all the time where we're like <laughs> love languages and why did they develop? Oh, I, my family was isn't not... your love language touch? Yeah. So oh. I, love, I love hugs probably because I was deprived of them as a kid. Yes. But, but, I, but Ryan didn't get a lot of hugs either, but he hates physical touch. So it's like, it's kind of backwards depending on certain variables. Yeah. I but, feel like Br- Ryan is a little bit of a masochist though. I think, he, and, I think he I don't know. Well, anyway, never mind. <laughs> I shouldn't say those things. Super conversation. Yeah. I'm going to have to clear this one with Ryan I know. I'm like totally <laughs> psychoanalyzing him. He actually hates himself and so he's punishing himself with <laughs> not allowing personal touch. So anyway, poor Ryan. <laughs> I do actually love him. My dad used to get asked, which one of your kids would be the first to tell you I love you? Or which one of your kids would be the first to hug you? Yeah. Uh, or more likely to hug you? And it was me. Like, yeah. I was just always just like, whatever. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'll just like get my hugs. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you I love you kind of thing. Yeah. But. Sure. 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 So so nowadays, when you have a super stressful day, you would say that you tell yourself, buck up, Chelsea, and just like pull on your big girl panties and suck it up and push through is kind of what you would say. Yeah, I think I have a tendency to to stay busy. Um, yeah. I mean, I also have a rule that if I am feeling bad, no good thoughts happen after 10 p.m. Interesting. And so I try not to stay up late if it's like a super bad day because I'll just get in my feelings and I'll wallow in them. And then you'll you'll be up at midnight and no one else is awake and you're like, what is the meaning of life and why am I doing it? (laughs) (laughs) You start having like existential crisis and I love it. That's so fun. I mean, you know what I mean? I love I love that for I you. I love it. Yes. <laughs> sorry. No, I don't love that for you. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. I think everyone kind of does that though oh, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes not even when you have bad days. Sometimes you've had a great day and then you fall into those. For sure. Yeah. What do um, you do? What do I do? I have a series of different things that I do depending on how bad. <laughs> I have a five-year-old daughter and she is an absolute riot. Right now she is, uh, we went out to dinner over the weekend with her and all of a sudden out of nowhere, she started saying, I beg your pardon to anything we would say. You'd be like, would you 
past the water or something. And she would be like, I beg your pardon. And does all these like hilarious, sassy little things. And in a lot of ways, I've learned that has been really helpful for me to come home and it's allowed me to really compartmentalize the stressors of my work because it allows me to create that cutoff of like, okay, work is done and I can just hang out with her because she's so funny and she makes me laugh. And when that doesn't work is when she's pissing me off or (laughs) just driving me crazy or she's throwing a fit or, you know, whatever it is. So that doesn't always work, but there are a lot of times that that it totally works. Other things I do would be I'll take a hot bath or something like that. I also have an acupuncture pillow that I use. I know. (laughs) And this pillow that I bought off Amazon and it has all these tiny little spikes in it and I'll lay on it like on my neck and it hurts for like first five minutes. And then after that, my muscles will start to relax and it hurts so good. I freaking love it. That sounds, that actually sounds really nice. I like, I I like a good temporary pain. Yes. (laughs) It feels so good. And it's specifically for people like me who have fibromyalgia. It's like for that kind of stuff, widespread muscle pain type stuff. And so that's why, that's why I bought it. But obviously one of the symptoms of fibromyalgia stuff is when you're stressed out, your muscles hurt more. So you get flare ups and stuff like that. So. And turns out when you're running a business and a creative business, you get stressed out a lot. So, so I have that one on standby <laughs> and I have a couple variations of it. Like I've ordered all different types of those. <laughs> That's like, super interesting. Cause I've uh-huh. seen, I think I've seen those before, but yeah. I've never actually used them. So dude, I, yes, hundred percent. I recommend. Liz's stamp of approval. You should get those and put them in our store for people to buy and then have our little <laughs> brand on them. <laughs> uh, get get t-shirts that say you stress me out or something oh like <laughs> yes. suck it up. Yes, yeah, suck, <laughs> suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> Stop feeling sorry for yourself. We got all yes. these all these taglines. I know. It's great. It's great. I love that though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a kid. Yeah. And Ryan's sometimes funny. So I don't yep. know. <laughs> Ryan's got, he, he cracks me up sometimes, but like, like Ryan, I, I'm sure the same thing with Andrew. If I have a bad day, Ryan will like go above and beyond to do like small things. Like mostly, yeah. mostly cooking meals. Yeah. Or, or like, you need a drink? I'll make one. Aww. His love language is like some service. Like, like I can do things for you as long as you don't ask me to hug you for like, too long. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've actually read or heard somewhere that like, when you hug somebody for at least 10 seconds, that's actually when the their body, the, the oxytocin or whatever, actually starts to kick in. And so like, are supposed to hug for at least 10 seconds in order to like, help your body de-stress. I will say so that scientifically, is... Scientifically, um... Ryan, as a scientist, Ryan should appreciate that. You should, but I will say 10 seconds is very long to linger in that (laughs) hug. And when you love each other, I I have hugged you for 10 seconds. 
yeah, we we hugged each other and we were no. like, let's make it weird. <gasps> we actively say, let's make it weird and we'll let's hug each other and just stand there in it. What? This is at the office. Oh. But, but they do say eight hugs a day for organ health and maintenance. So I believe that. Yeah. As far uh, as the other thing, I think exercise is probably a little, oh. bit, a little bit more of my de-stressor. Yeah. Um, exercise is so huge. I think fitness uh, kind of helps me dissociate from those work and personal um, problems that I have going on in life. And it kind of gets the, I mean, it just helps me feel better to kind of have that pain in a different area. Yeah. Um, mentally, physically, and then um, be able to like, separate myself from what's going on in life. That's yeah. causing me issue. Yeah, for sure. That's been a huge one for me that for many, many years, I did not do. When I first started Day Cloud, I was my normal average size. And then as I continued running Day Cloud, I just got heavier and heavier and heavier because the stress just got worse and worse and worse, you know, until I was the biggest I'd ever been in my life. And then I finally realized I was one, super unhappy. And then two, I got diagnosed with fibromyalgia, right? And then one of the only things that you can do to combat the fibromyalgia widespread pain is to eat super, super clean and to exercise, to actually lift weights, not like cardio and things like that. It's like lifting weights and exercising your muscles. And so that's when I started exercising like two or three years ago. And then I realized, to your point, it's a massive game changer for stress and just mental health too. And so that's been really, really powerful for me on so many fronts. So that's a, yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, for I sure. can see the, how the fitness goes into your fibromyalgia by like increasing that threshold for pain. I can see how that could help benefit yeah. that, that for you. Yeah. And we are by far no health experts, just speaking from Liz's personal yeah. experience. Yeah, this is all just my, yeah, personal yeah. story. Well, so a big one for me is if I have a bad day or something or bad week, you know, whatever, I will hang out with my friends. And a lot of times hanging out with my friends will do a couple of different things. We can hang out and they are carefree. We will make jokes. We will laugh. We will have fun together. And so they just do something along the lines of letting me out of my head, getting me out of myself. They'll help me think of something besides like, Oh, my business. And so that in and of itself is like huge because it just gets me to stop thinking about all the things that are stressing me out. And so just hanging out with my friends has, has been, I've realized really, really powerful for me when I'm thinking about how do I be stress? <laughs> even just thinking about someone besides myself is even helpful. You know, it's like just hanging out with a friend who has something else going on and they tell you about it and you get to either think about somebody else's problems or just think about someone else's life and what they have going on just to detach from your own problems I think is really healthy and really good for you it's good for me to do so that's been something that I've noticed over the few over the last few years that has been really helpful for me 
to hang out with friends, laugh and joke and have fun, but also just detach and just have some distance. TV. Yeah. Just get some distance away, you know, from, from the constant brain hammering of your own stress and problems. Yeah. Trashy TV is always, (laughs) (laughs) it's always a good veg. (laughs) Yeah. I think two things that come up for me is if I feel out of control in life, I, I will instantly like go to like a notebook to write down everything. Yeah, yes. What what I need to do, which is probably a really long list, what I want to do. Um mm-hmm. I'll just like re kind of like redefine myself on paper, even if I never yeah. look at it again. Yeah. It's just like get everything out there and just see it in a visual perspective. Or even just identifying myself. Like if I'm feeling down on myself, I'm like, what am I? I am yeah. I'm, I'm I'm a daughter. I'm a coworker. I'm a partner. I'm a friend. I'm all these yeah. other things that outside of just resume things to make me feel better. Because yeah. like sometimes it is just like a healthy reminder from yourself that when the present feels overwhelming or mm-hmm. all consuming, that mm-hmm. there there's more to it. It's not yeah. just like this day is the end all be all. Yeah, it gives you perspective. That is such a good point. And I love that you do that because I also do that. Journaling, it's super therapeutic, I think. And I've done it all my life. And you're absolutely, I used to do, <laughs> I used to do it when I was in middle school and I was like, boy crazy and was like, oh my God, this boy and then you know, like all this stuff. And now it's like, oh my God, this client or this craziness is happening and I'm going to lose my business or I'm going to whatever. And so it's, we all deal with whatever it is, you know, the problems. Being able to write it out is without a a possibility of judgment because it's just on a piece of paper between you. And for me, like you mentioned earlier, we are people of faith, specifically the Christian faith. And so to me, when I am journaling, I typically write a letter to Holy Spirit, to Jesus, like, oh my God, I need so much help right now. (laughs) That's usually what I'm doing is like, I need help with this and I don't know what to do in this situation and all this kind of stuff. And I just kind of lay it all out there. That's what I like to do. And, and then me personally, what I like to do, I, I believe that. God answers back because I believe in a living, active God who responds and cares about our lives and is engaged in our lives in an ongoing basis and on a personal level and everything. And I believe that he cares about the huge issues of our world and our lives and also the intimate issues of our lives. And so in my journal, I also write down what I hear back from him. I hear back, I write down what he says to me. So that I can return back and remind myself what he says and what he calls me. And and what you were saying about, I am a daughter, I am a friend, I am that stuff. I love that you do that because I also do that. And to me, that's like a grounding. You're grounding yourself. You're reminding yourself, this is who I am. This is my identity. I'm coming back to the foundation of who I know that I am. And that's super powerful because it doesn't matter when you show up to work the next day or when you go to the office or when you show up for this client meeting, it doesn't matter what happens in that meeting. 
because you know that at the end of the day, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. I know that I am a daughter and I know that I am a child of God, right? And I know that I am a friend and that these people love me. And it's, you're creating that foundational identity of who you are. I call that strengthening myself in the Lord because there's this there's this story in the Bible. It was this, it's the story of David where he's being chased around. He's been promised his kingship. He's been anointed the king of Israel. But in the in the story at the time, someone else's king, Saul is the king. And Saul is like chasing him to kill him, right? And so David is like on the run. But he's been promised to like take over Saul's place as king. But Saul is chasing him down to like kill him and because he knows David's been anointed king. And David would freak out, obviously, because he's being chased to be murdered. And there would be times that he would get super discouraged. And the Bible talks about how he would uh, strengthen himself in the Lord. And what you were just talking about, reminding yourself this is who I am. This is what I do. It's or it's not about what you do, but it's like who I am, who I'm meant to be. And this is how I know who I am. I think that's exactly what it is. It's like you're grounding yourself in your own identity. That is, I think, one of the most powerful things that we can do when we are, our backs are up against a wall on really bad days or months or years. Because that can happen when we are in small business, you know, creative business. Mm-hmm. When we're in any sort of business, that happens a lot. And I think it's um, more often than not that we have to remind ourselves of who we are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. I think anybody not just owning a business, like people going about their everyday work day where everything's the same. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to kind of just separate yourself from your life. But when, mm-hmm. and, or if you're in a high emotional state, it's mm-hmm. when you can like write down all of those facts, like it's hard to, it's hard to argue with facts yeah. of things. And, and so like to, to your point, like it's just kind of that regrounding and re-reminding mm-hmm. of like, these are the facts and just make it up. It's almost yeah. like, this is, kind of reminding you of your value and um, yeah your personhood your personhood yeah it's not what you do it's who you are <laughs> yeah yeah another thing that i read once upon a time that helps me whenever you feel kind of out of control or down on yourself it almost always helps if you give back to someone mm. or help somebody. Yeah. So I think in her book, I don't remember which book it was, but they suggested 30 days of giving back. So each day you, wow. you reach out to someone to be like, Hey, how can I help you? Whether that's something as simple as buying them coffee or watching their kid or yeah. helping them with a, if they're on the job search, help them get connected with someone else that might lead them to a potential job yeah. from, from small to big things, whatever mm-hmm. it is, 30 days of just helping somebody in whatever way and helps you get outside of yourself and then helps you feel better because you are making an impact outside of who you are. Instead of grasping for control in your own life, you're Mm -hmm. helping yourself find that support system through other means. I love that. That is such a 
good example of something to do. I love, it's so practical too. And you never thought about doing that, but you're absolutely right. Because when you give to other people, it always makes you feel better. I love giving gifts. I love it so much because it blesses that person. But like, also I selfishly always feel so good. I love it so much. Hmm. That's a really, really good one. It's yeah, so true. It doesn't even have to be physical. I mean, I've had yeah. friends be like, if you could just send me a motivational quote every yeah. now and then, or like yeah. just something personable, uplifting every mm-hmm. now and then, that would be yeah. helpful to me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. On the practical side of things, another thing that I will do is I will just, <laughs> this goes back to the journaling piece, but It's not quite exactly like journaling, but I like to just make lists (laughs) and I make lists upon lists upon lists. I am a list girly. Sorry, that was a really stupid thing to say. No, it's not. I'm a list girly too. I know. I just, I, yeah, I don't like saying girly. I don't know. Cause I'm not, I am a grown woman who, you know, dominates. So anyway, but I'm not a girly, but anyway, that's neither here nor there, but I am a list person. I make lists and then I have literally, this is so stupid. I have literally made lists of my lists. I'll make lists on this notepad and then I have like 15 other notepads and then I have like this app that has some of my other lists. And then I have a Google doc that has more lists. And then she has and 1500 then I... open tabs where she's <laughs> kept lists. Also a million, million screenshots of lists on her desktop. And she will refuses to delete any of them because well, she yes. is in a state of organized chaos, apparently. Yes. And she knows where everything is. Uh, in that yes. Chaos. Yes, Chelsea. That is a hundred percent that is literally my personality <laughs> is organized chaos or chaotic organization. It's a little bit of both. Dude. Liz, Liz and I yes. could not be, well, okay. I'm, I'm a list girly, but I not actually, girly. I'm a list woman. I'm a list womanly person. Woman. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I will write lists. I, I have a bad habit of writing lists and never looking at them again. Mm. but when it comes to like important things where I'm like, I need to keep track of this. Like I have like process. Oh, like, everything needs to be, when we take notes for meetings when people write it on their notepad yeah. instead of putting the note, the meeting notes in our platform. And so then they get lost into the abyss. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so like, I'll be like, there's a process for this. <laughs> we will never see those notes from that meeting ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, man. Yes. Good stuff. Uh, This is not to be a targeted attack to anyone on our team. Disclaimer. (laughs) Except for me. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. See? I knew it. I knew it. You're coming after me. I knew it. I secretly close like 12 tabs when I come to town and look at your computer. I'm like, you do not. Do you seriously? No, I don't. Oh, I was no. about to be so mad at you because I was. <laughs> yes. She's like, this is why I'm always so lost and confused when you come to town. I Chelsea, don't know I literally, no, I literally, anytime I close up my Chrome, one, I hate it. Two, 
I go back through my history and like open up every single tab. That feels... Restore all tabs. Sorry. I restore all tabs. That feels... No, I don't care how it feels. Don't tell me. I don't want to know because I, I thought don't we were talking care. about feelings and emotion. No, I don't. I don't care. I'm your dad today. I don't care. Okay, daddy. <laughs> Call her daddy. <laughs> a podcast. No. Um, yes. So there are different ways to take lists and manage your life. Yeah. And Liz and I are two examples of that. Great examples. I am so good at this. <laughs> Chelsea. I love that. Yeah. Love that for me. I love that for you. Love- whatever whatever helps you get through the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else, else that helps you? Uh, we talked um, about deep. We talked a bit a little bit more like superficial level of things that get you through the day. Oh, you know what? Taking vacations. I think that's something we both do that is awesome. Now, I a disclaimer here that when I go on vacation, I don't always completely unplug. And neither does Chelsea. <laughs> Some would call this a toxic trait of ours, but... You know what? I don't believe in that. I don't think that's true. I think... If you're a business owner, you just got to do what you got to do, right? I also think that you and I are passionate about our work, so it's yeah. not a burden. That's something that I find that Ryan doesn't understand about me. He'd be like, yeah. oh, you're, you're still working? And I'm like, actually, I'm very excited about this right now. Yeah. And so it's it's not work to me. It's fun. Yeah. And I'm like, if yeah. I'm in a manic state of letting something done, it's because I'm excited about it. Yeah. And it's because yeah. I'm passionate about it. So I think yeah. there's a, there's levels to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But like, traveling and remote work, <laughs> I'll say, I think is something that we both do and we prioritize in our lives. I think it's really helpful because it gets us up out of the office. It gets us out of our normal everyday frame of mind. And I think that that is really healthy. Even if we do a flyby, of our emails once a day while we're out, you know, on vacation. I think that's okay. We got to do what we got to do, right? We do own a business. You don't own a business so that you only work 40 hours a a week, right? Own a business so that you can work 80 hours a week. (laughs) You still have (laughs) to keep your finger on the pulse of mm -hmm. your organization and to see where it's at while you're out. So, right. Right. So, but I do think that that's something that's cool. And healthy, like a good way of just getting outside of your normal frame of mind and de-stressing a little. Yeah. I agree. Vacations are have always been my number one priority. Same. I, I love traveling. I love new experiences. I love meeting new people. I love yeah. all, all of it, the new challenges, because I think it is important to travel, especially as like, from a creative mentality, whether you're creative or not, uh, to expand yeah. your mind, to expand your perspective to be uncomfortable because I don't think growth comes from a place of comfort Mm -hmm. and to be uncomfortable and to push yourself 
to be uncomfortable like yeah. multiple times throughout the year, um, even through vacations is very important for the growth of your relationship and growth of you personally. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of stress, my eye keeps twitching still, still have an eye twitch. Mm-hmm. It's been twitching. What month is it? My eye has not the- stopped twitching since March of this the, year. The main source of this stress is me. Yes, um. <laughs> it is, Chelsea. It's you and all you trying to close all my tabs. That's what it is. That's what triggered it. Yes. Imagined. <laughs> yes. Closing all my tabs. Don't touch my tabs. We're going to just start seeing her like go and get all. <laughs> my up. The homologist told me to see plastic surgeon and they could do Botox in my eyelid. And then I went and saw my neurologist who treats me for like migraines. And she's like, well, actually, we're going to do Botox for your migraines. So don't do Botox for your eyelid. That's a bad idea. And so now I'm just stuck with this constant eye twitch that does not go away. I just look like... <laughs> ridiculous no never well maybe i'll just tape it open get a little duct tape i'll just get a little duct tape a little double-sided sticky tape i think they have some of that because i've seen some makeup videos where they have a double-sided eyelid tape that makes your eyes open wider or something maybe i'll try that so this isn't a targeted question but what? What? <laughs> Do you think your eye is super stressed because your eyelashes are heavy? My eyelashes are not like, heavy. I, whenever, whenever I get big eyelashes, I'm like, these are kind of heavy. What do you mean? These are so natural. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you gotta. But I find when I get fake eyelashes, I would. I just feel like my eyes want to close so much more. Chelsea. I can fall asleep. Way Mine wants to open because so everything wide. just feels so happy. Mine wants to be big and wide and perfect. They are perfect. <laughs> you are perfect. Please. I, I didn't know if it stressed your eyeball. No, I've been out. getting them for like three years. Okay. You got those muscles, eye muscles yes. built up. Yes, that's, I do. They're so strong, and yes, that's why my eyeballs are so strong, Chelsea. What? What do you want to know? <laughs> I don't want that. that I already answered my question. <laughs> it was not yes, a targeted question. I feel very targeted. <laughs> it's like when people say no disrespect. No, and then no they offense. Say super no disrespect. offense. But I'm about to offend you so hard right now. So hard. And you can't take offense because I said no offense first. Respectfully. Uh, nothing personal. But I have one more thing to add. Shocking. Okay. Gosh, Target. Not just Target. Like anywhere and everywhere. Shopping is definitely a de-stressor for me. It I used to think Hy-Vee shopping was like I would just go down every aisle to see what kind of food was there that I could have, but I wouldn't get. And I'd be like, just to see what was out there and then still have the self-control to select a minor few things used to give me so much joy. I'm hungry now. Even though that is Amazing. I agree. Shopping Shopping is a hardcore de-stressor for me. And that's the thing is I actually don't have to buy things either. It's just the act of looking, window shopping, browsing, hunting, all those things. It's just... I bought myself new socks the other day (laughs) and I was filled with joy. 
What kind of socks? Wool socks, because it was freezing out. Winter's coming. All right, friend. Mm -hmm. This was a good one. Great job. You had great ideas for how to de-stress. Appreciate it. You did too. So in summary, and I both shared our ways of dealing with stress and tough dealing with tough times to get us to the next day. If you like this podcast, like, share, follow. You can email us at show at agency-rocket.com oh. um, or slide in our DMs, whichever That's you prefer. Naughty. <laughs> with only nice things. <laughs> bye, 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 bye.